Would you like to do something special this Christmas? Me too. So this Christmas, instead of sponsoring some silly little third world child, why not sponsor me, Nancy Lombardo, an American? For just pennies a day, barely the cost of a cup of Prozac, you can be my sponsor. Just imagine what your money can do for me. With your help, I can afford new headshots, resumes, voice lessons, demo reels, and the much-needed psychiatric help my friends have been joking about behind my back. Think about it. You can save me, Nancy Lombardo, an American, or some anonymous foreign kid who will probably just grow up to overthrow our government. I think the choice is simple, America. Don't you? Tom Carosa. I love this song. I wish you would make it into a play. I'm sorry I play it so much, people, but I really think it's so breathy and I love it. Here we go. Tom Carosa. Cheese and eggs. Holy schmoly, it's early. My poor legs. Get your butts out of bed. There's someone who cannot pay You can put it on layaway What's that smell? What an odious odor I can't tell Is it coming from me? This morning, Theobald, I'd like an extra pint, oh. What's that smell? Oh, thank goodness, it's not just me. Rings a bell, like fermented gangrene. Don't smell swell, catastrophic and gloomy. Sort of like kinkats too. Well, on the rancid and rank, 
it's twelve, there has not been a slide, nor our corpses decay. Can't believe what I'm saying. He flew Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? Move in, move in, move in. Stop. The tour is about to begin. Manhattan is an Algonquin Indian word. It means, will that be cash or charge? We're walking, we're walking, we're stopping. Manhattan is a city of cultures, active cultures and bacteria, so don't touch anything. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking, we're stopping. We're now facing the Hudson River. There is the Statue of Liberty. She stands 305 feet above sea level. In her right hand, she's clutching the torch of freedom. In her left, a Gucci knockoff bag. We're walking, we're walking. Walk over him, he's okay. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking, we're stopping. We are now at Wall Street, facing Trinity Church. Burial ground for Captain Lawrence, Robert Fulton, and as pictured on the $10 bill, Alexander Hamilton. Now might be a good time to point out, Tipping is not a town in China. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking. We're now on Wall Street, Federal Hall, the first capital of the United States. Across the street is the New York Stock Exchange, where last I saw my capital fall. We're walking, we're walking, we're being mugged, we're getting mugged, we're bleeding, we're okay. Our last stop will be historical Greenwich Village where we will visit the ever-popular St. Vincent's Emergency Room. Remember, we're New Yorkers. We don't judge. 
just don't wear white after Labor Day. Everything else we let slide. Ladies and gentlemen, back from the dead, we present half an hour of continuous radio fighting in both corners. Yes, sir. Yes, Master. <laughs> Tell the masses what we have in store, Ellington. Yes, Master. Ladies and gentlemen, the goons and myself, after a successful season of unemployment in Ghana, <laughs> returning to the air for a long series of one. <laughs> they commence with a mystery play packed from end to end with mediocrity under the title of Mary Poppins is a Junkie. <laughs> The crimes you are about to hear have been specially committed for this program. <laughs> Here to tell you the story with words is Captain Harry Seagull. <laughs> I remember when it all started. At the time I was asleep in my electrified elephant hammock. <clears throat> I'll say that again. At the time! I was asleep. Shut up, Milligan, I'll stump you anyway. Now step on your foot, boy. At the time! You <laughs> At the time, I was asleep in my electrified elephant hammock. Went through the pigeonhole, flew a carrier pigeon. There was something strapped to his leg. It was a postman. Letter for you, sir. Thank you. Hurriedly, I tore open the letter. Inside was an envelope. With a message that said, "Reported once to MI5." The letter was written. <laughs> the letter was written in a disguised voice. Hurriedly <laughs> strapping on a fresh pigeon, I flew out the window. Come in. Captain Harry Seagoon reporting for duty as instructed, sir. I'm ready to die for the flag, bleed for my country, suffer great sufferings, and all for England. You twit. <laughs> Pull up a chair. Somebody open a window. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a fabulous... <laughs> this, this was the fabulous Lance Brigadier Hercules did pipe thin. Mm. I drew up a chair and placed it on the table next to him. Gad, how cunningly he was disguised. Stark naked, save for a sou'wester, string lorgnette, and a pair of identical pencils. Now, Captain Seagull. Yes, 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 yes. Please don't do that. <laughs> Captain, you have been specially selected for a specially dangerous mission. Does this mean I've been specially selected for a specially dangerous mission? So you've guessed. <laughs> you're no fool. Well, I don't know, then. Sigun, hmm. you're to make your way to Budapest via Hungary or Hungary via Budapest, whichever you prefer. Will I have to go abroad? If all else fails, yes. <laughs> it's a dangerous work. I suppose I'll have to take risks. Yes, and a small pot of tea. <laughs> It means you've been chosen to go abroad with a packet of risks and a small pot of tea. For what reason? Reason? Does there have to be a reason? Ying Tong in life all. I see what you mean, yes. Well, if that's the way you feel about it, I'll tell you. Pull up a chair. 
Uh, Any questions? <laughs> yes. I'm yes. sorry, I had a yes, sir. Yes. I had a yes, it said. Yes, I said. <laughs> One thing killed the Briton. Uh, yes? That was our defeat by the Hungarian football team. I fear those Magyars did for us, lad. I have a woman address for me. <laughs> Hello, sailor. Before they play again, we must make absolutely sure they don't win. Does this mean sabotage? You may well ask that. I did ask it rather well. Yes. <laughs> you did, you did. Thank you. Pull up a chair. <laughs> this is Operation Explodable Boot. You will make your way to Budapest. Once there, you will contact our British agent, X. X? How do you spell it? X. <laughs> how do I contact him? By whistling a highly skilled, mysterious secret tune. The moment he hears it, he will hand you a sealed envelope, heavily sealed. But the secret tune? It goes like this. <laughs> Wait! That's the Hungarian Rhapsody. <laughs> I've got news for you, man. <laughs> What's the secret about that? Cool, didn't you notice I was whistling in English? I know. But there are thousands of Hungarians who can whistle in English fluently. How dare they? Mm -hmm. In any case, I can't whistle. Curse from the film of the same name. <laughs> yeah. We shall have to think about this. Pull up a chair. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, while Captain Seagoon and the Brigadier are thinking, we, the BBC... Oh. Would like to entertain you with a smile and a song from that well-known tenor, Webster Smokepool. <coughs> I should like to commence my program with a song that is rapidly climbing from the top of the horse guards parade. <laughs> that lovely melody that I have recorded for my latest film, which is now showing north of the river, and it's called, If I Had to Do It All Over Again, I'd Do It All Over You. <laughs> mysterious whistling espionage agent. Right. You mean you'll send a man with me who'll do all my highly skilled secret whistling? Exactly, exactly, and exactly, and in that order. Yeah. Uh, Sigurd, this is the man who can remember a tune no matter how difficult or complicated. How do you do? Boy, boy, boy. Oh, you did? Uh, very well, thank you. Good, good, good. Yep. How's your old dad? <laughs> and his lunch. <laughs> How's your old dad and his lunch, eh? My old dad. Known as an angel. Yes, yes. It's an outdoor. Not going very deep, mm, Yes, yes. How's your old dad? My old dad very well, to be sure. Good, good, good. Oh, my old dad's good, too. Yeah, I think. He's fine. I've bought okay. Yep, yep. 
Yes. Both are old eggs. <laughs> okay. Yes. Good, good. <laughs> This man doesn't look very intelligent. I heard that. <laughs> and let me tell you, it ain't looks to count. It's what you got up here that matters. What have you got up there? Nothing. <laughs> hey, see, look here. How is your old dad getting on this? I don't see if my old dad's health has got to well, do with it. Well, I... Oh, sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, gentlemen, gentlemen. Let's arguments, please. Gentlemen, I've just been on the pornograph to HQ. You are to collect a new highly skilled whistling tune direct from our own highly skilled mysterious pianist composer. Eccles knows the address. He also needs a secret knock, which will gain you admission. How far is it? Oh, oh my. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Ah. <laughs> this is the house, and I shall now give the secret knock that only he and I know. Get a name like that. <laughs> Echoes. Oh, Echoes, it's me, Mr. Crumb. Oh, it's me. You idiot. 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 Mr. Crumb, sir. Open the door at once. I can't. It's locked and the key's gone. Curse the door's locked. Yes. Try the window. That's open. The window's locked as well. Yes, it's open, I It's think. locked, I tell you. Come out and see for yourself. All right, all right. Right. <laughs> yes, the window is locked. Yes. <laughs> what a state of affairs. And what with the door and the window. Look, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go inside and open it. Bravo! Yes. That was a good <laughs> That's the goons, Harry Seacombe, Peter Sellers. Okay. Before there was Monty Python, there were the goons. Brilliant, brilliant comedy. Okay, uh, let's see. What else we got going on? Don't forget my books are available on Amazon. And my music is available on CD Baby. So you want to check that out as well. Okay, um, looking for something uh, to slay for you as we scroll down here, my large content. Uh, yeah, so we had comedy. Um Let's see. How about a Mike Blegger? Here we go. This song goes out to an ex of mine. Can't accept that it's over. It just keeps on coming around. Pluto, you know who you are. Or at least you used to. Hmm, I tell you. First time that we met, it was pretty goddamn hot. Our veins were intercoursing, rivers molten, flowing, love and rock. But in the years, we both cooled and drifted, slowing to a stop. Yeah, you may want to wander hot, but you're as cold as Dr. Spock. And sure, you trek like you're a star, and I don't mean to sound pedantic, but we both know all you are is just a dorky, dorky planet. Not a mighty morphin czar, not a cause for any panic. I prefer you from afar, more of an iceberg than Titanic. You never quite brought that big bang like you floated as a start. It's not the motion of the ocean, it's the lack of any spark. The slacker black hole of emotion But without the pulling part Although you suck So read my lips Total eclipse of hard and hard And you insist like all you Pluto But you're more mini and goofy You're so boring I think I will slip the Mickey or a Ruby And your core's not worth exploring So in tight as loosey-goosey It's a pity you're a kitty Itty bitty baby Ruthie You know how much that costs, right? <laughs> Come on, baby, long distance 
Haven't you ever heard of Skype? Maria McGregor, teller of law, and this is my story, the title being First Love. Across the early misty mire, where'er I ne'er do live and dire, my young heart e'er did feel desire, according I would go. I walked across the boggy cliff. The moors were filled with an eerie mist. The air was thin and the ground was thick and a sticking to me boots. I went in search of Jacques McLaurin, the red-headed lad I e'er a darin. The only man I knew would be, e'er only man for me. T'was then I came upon the lake, the lock, the lair that ne'er escaped. Was dark and e'er I could make the ripples in the pond. For with a shudder and with a shake, before I knew what was at stake, the earth did quiver, quid and quake, was then I did me air intake. Am I scaring you? 
Twas the creature from the lake. Its skin was green with an oozy bream, and pieces of flesh hung in between its teeth. Its eyes were mean and quite unclean, and one swung back and forth and back and forth. Then with a roar and a fiery glor, who was it then that the monster saw? But the man I loved, young Jacques McClure, in a wave, and there at me. Oh no, I said, go back, I dread. But was too late, the monster reared his head and ripped young Jacques from the ground just like a tree. His little legs dangled like roots, you see, as the monster chopped with a deadly glee. Then it ripped him in one and in two and in three, then it swallowed him up in one gulp. Young Jacques was gone. I stood there all forlorn, not knowing what to do. The man I loved had now turned into a terrible, mushy goon. The creature then returned to the deep. The love I knew would never keep. But what the heck, it wasn't me. Tomorrow's another day. There you go. That's your pre-Valentine's Day poem. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in. This has been What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, my television goes on tonight at 7 p.m., three channels in Manhattan, or go to the Internet, www.mnn.org. Okay. Big kiss. Bye-bye.